Hi, everybody. This is Ben Root, back for another This Week in Medical School podcast. On Friday, I took my first exam and passed, so now I have a week off to relax and prepare for our next block of courses. To recap, we studied the functions of cells and the beginnings of learning about the metabolism in the body with insulin and the way sugar and fats and proteins are all processed in the body and how they can be converted between those different types of uh, chemicals. And let's see, we also study the connections of cells together and the different types of tissue that make up the body. Those include things like your muscles, but also your bones, blood, skin, neurons. And then we started looking at some of those different types of tissues in microscope slides, which is a pretty fun thing to do. It's cool to see how these individual cells organize into layers on these microscope slides. And we're also starting to learn to identify problems in, in the organizations of the cells, pathology broadly. So learning what different kinds of disorders look like under the microscope. After spending most of my first five weeks studying solo, I had a couple group sessions right before the exam, which was really great. It was productive, and I enjoyed uh, teaching and learning from my classmates. So that's something that I would definitely consider doing again before the next exam. It helped us all kind of gauge how much we really remembered, and we got to talk out some of our own mnemonic devices that we were using for remembering different factoids. And uh, so I would definitely do that again. One of the trends that's starting to come out for me as far as what strikes me and is fun to talk about outside of the deep technical stuff with my classmates and professors is when there's sort of a lesson that we can learn from biology that also seems to, to be applicable to something in life in general. There was an interesting trend that came up when we were studying all of the different pathways, ways in which um, food that we digest gets turned into other molecules that our bodies need. And one of the interesting trends was that the you know, there can be diseases that happen at any different point in that transformation process. But usually, the ones that are very mild are the ones where um, the process of transforming this, this thing that we've got from our diet into something else never begins in the first place. So there's a deficiency, the very first step. And actually, a lot of the diseases are much worse if you have started to process that food. Let's say it's a sugar you started to turn it into something else in the body, and then you have a deficiency that stops the process right in the middle. So I was just thinking that, that that's an interesting pattern that seems to be repeated, where not being able to start a process can be okay, but if you get stuck in the middle, that's where the problems really happen, and it's harder to recover from for your body. Uh, and I wonder if that's something that you could expand to just a lesson in life, that it's Better not to start a project if you can't finish it, or better to finish a project even if it's only seems half finished. I don't know. We'll see how I can use that. I mentioned that looking at cells under a microscope is kind of an art form, and one of the reasons for this is because cells by themselves, if you, <laughs> cells by themselves, if you cut them as thinly as they have to be cut in order to put them on a microscope slide, shine light through them, and then and look at them at high magnification, 
without further processing, they're actually almost all completely clear and see-through. So there's not a whole lot of color in most parts of the cells of your body. You can imagine, okay, there's blood, um, that can be red, and there's pigments in skin, but even below that, that layer of pigmentation, or above that layer of pigmentation, um, a lot of the cells, and most of the cell even that's pigmented, will be clear. So every cell that you want to look at under a microscope has to be extensively processed and has to be stained and dyed so that the different things that you want to observe um, hopefully will take up that dye and get colored so that you can differentiate between the different parts of the cell. So I just thought that was very interesting um, that basically this looking at cells underneath a microscope does sort of begin with a bit of art, which is deciding what uh, features of the cell you're trying to emphasize, and by emphasizing those, which ones you're going to be ignoring. And then, then also you have to have an eye for recognizing the patterns that these cells make when they're healthy or when they're under stress or something like that. And then you can start learning about maybe what diseases were at play. But that's a little bit of a glimpse into the art of, of histology or looking at groups of cells under a microscope. Uh, one other aspect of that that was pretty interesting is that certain parts of cells get washed away during the fixation process, as they call it, the process of uh, preparing a, a piece of, of an organ or something for, being, for viewing under a microscope. So things like fat, um, they disappear out of the slide, so you'll see sort of a white area, a clear area inside of a cell, and that could be filled with fat or it could be filled with something else. So knowing what doesn't get preserved in a microscopic slide is another important part of being able to understand what you still can see inside of the slide. I think a lot of you know that I've been interested in meditation for a long time, and so I think that one of my first projects with the library is going to be to um, try to find out a little bit how I would start to research what areas of medicine have good overlap with meditation research. And I think that's something that um, I'm interested in sort of personally, but also uh, I'm interested in seeing if no matter what specialty I choose, uh, whether there's some sort of overlap uh, in order to integrate meditation research into that specialty. That would be something that would be really interesting for me. Something that became clear while I was studying a lot of different material this these last few weeks, getting ready for the exam, is that there are just really different types of knowledge that we get while we're being taught all these different um, disciplines. And uh, there's sort of a very practical, rational, systematic type of knowledge that happens when you learn all the pathways that connect what we digest to how the body processes that into a new form so that it can power a certain kind of cell. And then there's also a different sort of thinking, I think, that happens when we are evaluating a set of symptoms to try to determine what disease might be applicable to this patient. Um, probably other sorts of thinking when we are looking at these microscope slides to try to figure out what is what is 
present on the slide and what might be going wrong in the cells that we're seeing or how they differ from a healthful state. And I think some of you know that I've been using this flashcard program called Anki to make flashcards that help me uh, remember to study all the topics that I've been been learning. And so it's just been interesting to see how different types of knowledge uh, need to be treated differently in the flashcards so that they actually make something useful to come back to. Um, you know, Anki just, it sort of supr always surprises you with a new flashcard. And the goal is that it should show you the flashcard right before you were going to forget it so that you get reinforcement of your of the learning that you that you made earlier right before you forget it and that results in sort of the longest retention of all the new knowledge that I'm trying to pack in. So um, that's just sort of an open question how to best study and package up all the new knowledge in all these different types of areas and these different ways of thinking about a problem and that's going to be an ongoing thing I'm pretty sure for the next at least two to infinity number of years. So those are a list of all the things that came up during the week that I made a note of that I wanted to talk about during the podcast. And I would just like to extend the invitation if you have a topic that you're curious about or wondering what uh, something is like to learn about in medical school, let me know. My email address is b-r-o-o-t at fastmail.com. So just send me an email and say hi. Okay, see you next week.